A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. This is an ode to Napa cabbage. Of all the cabbages on all the cabbage farms, only you have the crisp crunch worthy of our Bibigo Korean dumplings. No other cabbage would do, because no other cabbage tastes like you. We love you, Napa Cabbage. Just don't tell Green Onion. Napa Cabbage, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every hearty, flavorful Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. On this edition of Confessions of a Marketer, we're quizzing the Quizmaster. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome to episode 27 of Confessions of a Marketer. I've got Josh Hanum in for a discussion about questions. We'll get to that chat in just a moment. Got some exciting news about our next episode. We'll have Whitney Johnson on to discuss her new book, Build an A-Team. It's a heck of a read from a top business thinker. I can't wait for the chat. going to happen actually in a couple of days. We'll try and get it to you early next week. I think it'll at least check off one book from your summer reading list. That's next time. Now we have Josh Hanum, co-founder of Interact, which is a company that does quizzes. He's a lifelong entrepreneur who found that asking the right questions was the secret to success, whether he was doing lawn work at age 16 or working as a web consultant. So he made it his full-time occupation, and he's now done more quizzes than anyone else. So it's time to quiz the Quizmaster. Let's get to it. Josh Hanum, welcome to Confessions of a Marketer. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. You, you've done a lot of work on question asking. I'm interested in learning more about asking the right questions and how they can help my audience of marketers become better at their jobs. So tell me how to zero in on the right questions. Yeah, that's a good question. Huh? <laughs> yeah, there's there's so much theory around asking the right questions, and it's it's often really surprising to me how little grasp we have of how to actually ask the right questions in order to get what you want. But more importantly, give the person on the other end what they want, which is right. kind of a weird thing to wrap your mind around when you think you're asking somebody a question, how does that tie into what they want? But there's actually a few psychological principles, one really that is the most important when it comes to questions, which is that people love self-expression. Mm. And there was a study done, it was a collaboration between Time Magazine and Harvard a few years back, and they ran all these tests around different you know, types of speech that we, people were doing, so different things they were talking about. And the only common theme that they found was that our brains light up in a good way when we talk about ourselves, when we're offering up self-expression. And that is 
really the core of what you have to think about when you're asking questions. How do I let somebody express themselves by answering the questions that I'm asking? And if you can zone in on that, hmm. you are going to have infinite success. And in, at that point, it doesn't really matter what it is you're trying to get because you can really apply this to anything, whether you're doing research, trying to figure out who your audience is, whether you're trying to you know, make a quiz that's, that's engaging, whether you're trying to make you know, some sort of website that has some interactivity built into it. Whatever your goal is, as long as you focus on the goal of you know, that one thing that people really like doing, which is expressing themselves with your question asking, then you're going to be able to figure out how to make that successful. You know, questions require an answer. So if you ask the right questions, say you've you've nailed that, you've got the right questions, how do you get the data you need out of the answers? Yeah, yeah. So the way you go about it is you think about a two a couple of things. You have to you have to kind of balance these two things, right? So the first thing and always the most important is to make it a question that somebody wants to answer and again, they're going to want to answer it if it asks them something about themselves. But then what you do is you place answer choices that help you figure out the right data. So, for example, if you're doing some sort of market research quiz in the entrepreneurial space, so you sell to entrepreneurs and you're doing a quiz that helps them find out their entrepreneur type, but what you really need to know is what stage of business is this person at because you're selling some sort of training course to these entrepreneurs to help them grow their own businesses. So that's what you want to know, but that's not what they want to tell you. So how do you figure that out by asking a good question? So the type of question you might ask would be along the lines of, what's your current day-to-day -day look like? And your answer choices could be, I work all day and then I hustle at night on my, my own project. Your answer, Another answer could be, I'm all in on starting my company. Another answer could be, I read about stuff all day on the internet, but I haven't started anything yet. Right. And now you've got three answer choices that are so much more along the lines of the types of things that someone would tell you if you asked them that question. Like if you were sitting across from them and you asked them a question like, hey, what do you, what's your current day-to-day -day look like? They might tell you, oh yeah, like I, I do my nine to five, but then right after that I'm home, I'm working on my side hustle, I'm writing, I'm doing all this stuff, right? That's how you make it where they would want to answer that question, but then you're actually finding out what you wanted to know in the first place, which was right. what stage are they at? Because they're telling you, I haven't started, I'm sort of started, but I'm doing it on the side, or I'm all in. And now you've got your data, but you didn't ask that directly. They would never answer that question directly. Nobody, like that would be a terrible question to answer. You, you know that all they're gonna do is sell to you at that point. <laughs> so that's that's one example of, of how you, you know make a question that applies more to a real life situation but then still helps you get the data that you're looking for in the first place. Yeah, so how do you how do you find uh, successful practitioners utilize questions? What's what's the secret to it? I think the secret and it's not really a secret but it takes a lot of uh time is knowing who you're asking the questions to. The best questions I've ever seen and the best sets of questions are the ones where the answer choices are Word for word, what your audience would say if you asked the question. And so you've got these answer choices in there that are exactly the same thing that they would tell you, 
were you sitting across from them and you ask them that question. When you nail that, your work is done because all of a sudden people see themselves in the questions. They know that it's for them. And it's not even a, a conscious thing. It's not like, hey, this quiz was made for you or, hey, this survey was made for you. They just know that it was made for them because it talks the way that they would talk. And if you nail that, then, you know, you can you can pretty much ask anything you want and people will answer it. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. So you founded this company called Interact Quiz Builder. And, you know, I think you're something of a quiz expert, maybe a quiz master. Tell me about it and some of the how some of your customers are using it. Yeah, so my uh, claim to fame, quote-unquote, is I've seen more, <laughs> more quizzes than anybody in the world, which is definitely true at this point we've done about sixty thousand through our platform and are you good at jeopardy by the way no i'm terrible at it actually because <laughs> so, you have to answer in the form of a question right that's the problem yeah yeah <laughs> ironically i'm terrible at jeopardy and trivia and all those things uh, but it's pretty much just this one very specific niche of uh making mostly personality quizzes is what actually ends up coming out of it so one that that actually came up recently, which I really liked. I thought it was an excellent implement, implementation. Well, actually, I'll talk about two different ones. Um, one was from Marie Forleo, who is an influencer. She's been on Oprah's show. She's really big right now, um, or has been for a while. She did, what type of entrepreneur are you as a mm -hmm. quiz? And I loved it because of the way she asked the questions. That's one of those examples where she wrote these answers in the exact words that her audience would use. And she has such a handle on who she is working with, who buys into her products, who's following her. She knows exactly what these people are, what they're looking for, what they want. And so she's able to write these questions and create these quizzes that are so in touch with what they're worried about on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's just such a natural thing. And it's worked extremely well too. So... That's one example on that side. Another example is we do these like trivia kind of assessment quizzes. Uh, and one just came up recently. It was from Driscoll's. They make the like berries. Well, they don't make berries, but they sell berries. Yeah. Um, and uh, they did, you know, test your strawberry knowledge, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and it's like a way of engaging people. Right. Who are reading about strawberries because they, you know, they run a blog and they write about all their different products and that kind of stuff. So, I thought that was a really cool implementation. Another kind of example where it's a different use case, right? You know, it's more kind of the the HQ trivia, like see if you can answer these questions type of thing. But at the same time, they did such an excellent job of writing the types of questions that people might be asking when they're thinking about strawberries. Yeah, so what, what got you to this point in your career where you uh, kind of focus exclusively on quizzes? What's, what's your background? Yeah, so it, it came through a web consultancy, but really it came through, well, geez, it's been over 10 years now of running my own companies. And one of the things that has always been paramount in terms of importance with those companies is the power of conversation and the power of asking good questions. You know, even back in my very first business, I would be selling uh, lawn services or so like put in sprinkler systems and things like that. And when you would ask the right questions that showed you knew what you were talking about, 
and showed that you had the expertise and you know you were asking them things that people may not even have thought of when it came to putting in a new lawn or installing a sprinkler system or whatever you instantly won their trust and I was able to sell jobs you know for thousands of dollars at the age of 15 hmm. and every every business I've run since then has been the same thing if you ask the right questions you, then you're no longer selling you're providing a solution and that's what quizzes allow you to do at such a bigger scale and it allows you to make kind of just the whole internet marketing world become about solutions rather than about products and so that's really why I do it and that's why why it's such a big deal to me is that it allows you to change the way things work and use questions to provide a better service rather than just trying to push whatever it is that you have. Yeah, and if we're in this age of conversational marketing from companies like Drift and so forth, at the root of it, you've got to ask questions. You can't just chat on and on about yourself, right? You've got to ask questions about your audience. Yeah, I mean, asking the right stuff to people really does allow you to, it allows you to show that you know what you're doing. It allows you to provide a better solution to the real problems that someone's facing. Because how many times do we you know, try to sell a product for one solution when in reality people are buying it for a different one? You would never know unless you ask them questions. And then it also allows you to just not waste time, right? Like you're droning on and on, you know, the old kind of sales pitch where you don't breathe for the first three words, you're just pitching your thing. You don't need to do that. You can ask directly why are you here? What are you looking to do? How can we be helpful? What stage are you at? Like these types of questions that you would be asking in a quiz that you can also, you know, carry over to your real life conversations. Well, Josh, this this has been a fascinating discussion. And I got to say, it's been a pleasure to quiz the quiz master. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you. I really want to thank Josh for being my guest. Next time, author Whitney Johnson on her new book, Build an A-Team. So stay tuned. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Reed Edwards Global Inc., and this episode is copyright 2018. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time. You've never tried to eyeball six feet as often as you do now. You wear a mask, you wash your hands, and you've stayed within the walls of your apartment for more hours than you care to add up. But unless you live in a smoke-free building, you're not exactly home free. Secondhand smoke drifting through the cracks in walls or sink drains carries toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. And right now, lung health is key. Go to tobaccofreeca.com to learn how to stay safe.